0: hello everyone and welcome back to unapologetic a podcast by girl up brisbane thank you so much for all your love and support so far this week our theme is women for music my name is georgia dutton and today i'm interviewing the wonderful kristen ferguson or better known to me as k-pop thank you so much for joining me this afternoon Thanks for having me, Georgia. I feel very honoured to oh, be part of this. I'm honoured. How's your year been so far? Yeah, uh,
1: wonderful but hectic. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just seems to race away at a crazy pace, mm-hmm. you know, trying to fit in work, family and all the, the fun music things mm-hmm. that I do on the side. Yeah, yeah
0: awesome. Um, so just a little bit about K-pop. She's a super inspiring woman in my life. For those of you who don't know, she's in a band called The Double Happiness and hosts a show on 4 Z called Heyday. She was also my math teacher in high school and is just an all-round superstar. So to start off, as a woman in the music industry, what has been the most difficult challenge you've had to overcome?
1: I remember when I was about 19 and 20 and plucking up the courage to uh, join a band, like not ever knowing if I was good enough, if my guitar playing was good enough, Mm -hmm. my singing was good enough. And then being that shy little person and often the only female in the band, that was a thing for Mm -hmm. a lot of the early years. And yeah, yeah, it, it took me a, a long time to get the confidence, I guess, um, to feel like I had my place mm-hmm. in the band, uh, that I had a voice, you know, to say, I've been writing a song, do you want to hear it? Or... You know, it took me till I was nearly fifty till I plucked up the courage to do announcer training mm. on Triple Z, and I'm so glad—like better yeah. better late than never. But yeah, yeah, I, I guess it was a confidence thing. Um, and finally, I feel like I can I can do these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: awesome. So a large section of our audience are school and university students. So being a teacher, what is your best advice for the listeners who are currently in school or studying? Ah. Uh, um, follow what
1: feels right i guess like mm-hmm. if you if you really like something go after it don't ask for permission don't wait you know for invitations just just go after it if mm-hmm. it feels good go after it um and do it now because yeah I, if i could do anything differently I, I just would have you know done things when um they first appeared rather mm-hmm. than waiting that i well, feeling like that I had to wait for permission to, yeah. to do things. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. like, try things too, you know. You, you might not find exactly what you're after first time through, um, yeah, but just certainly give it a go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's also so much pressure being a young musician to, like, instantly succeed and instantly be doing, like, making the best music that you can and making, like... doing the best that you absolutely can when that's just not realistic because we're just starting so it's like there's no way that anyone's going to be perfect um first go so I think it's that's good that just try it just Just have fun exactly it's not about how well you do it's not about where you chart it's not about how many streams it's just about having fun
1: yeah that's it and and be um prepared or um, brave enough to, to go your own way like mm-hmm. I, one thing I can't do is read music mm-hmm. and I, so I just noodle and, and if I like the sound of something I'll, I'll just follow that sound Yeah. Um, and you know that that can get in the way a little bit too you think oh I, I haven't learnt or I haven't got to a place the same way that other people have yes. but, I, but I had a go and I got there my way mm-hmm. and I, I don't kind of mind anymore that yeah. I, I got there different directions mm-hmm. so yeah just just try and do what works for you yeah
0: I always struggled with that when I was uh, in like just starting high school when I did percussion because I also can't really read music um, I used to be better than I am now because I was actively practicing it um, but I would just remember the teachers like yelling at me being like because when you're in percussion there's not a lot of each instrument like there is with like you know flute or whatever. Yeah. Um so it was like okay now we're going to hear the marimba part and it's just you. Uh-huh. So if you don't know what you're doing, it's obvious. <laughs> but I would <laughs> I would just make it up. I would just do whatever sounded good. Yeah. And yeah it was awful in that moment, but I got there my own way. Yeah. And now I feel like I have a really good ear for tuning and I was always the person you go to if you need to tune the timpani. I yeah. was the girl cuz yeah. just seeing, like Uh, twinkle twinkle little star and I know okay that's a G that's a C whatever right rather than having to like read off a sheet yeah I think more interesting too like
1: if you're an intuitive Mm -hmm. musician you know you come up with really random and um, I don't know for me that stands out if someone's doing something that's a bit Original, mm-hmm. um, which is really hard to find these days. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, I'd say go for it. Like, I mean, yeah. just for example, uh, Joy Division, admittedly mm-hmm. a band of men, um, <laughs> but they none of them learnt how to play their instruments, so mm. they were teaching themselves, and they basically, you know, founded an entire genre of music. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said for doing it your own. Yeah, way. totally.
0: Yeah. Um, for other listeners like yourself who have a passion for music what would you tell those younger girls and women who are interested in starting up their own initiative who may be unsure how to approach it
1: that's a really good question and and I was never really sure how to um, you know kickstart anything like that I I knew I wanted to be in a band I didn't really want to be a solo performer Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess I was waiting for someone to invite me into their band and that's ultimately what happened and from there um, you know other bands and friends friendships sort of emerged and new bands formed but yeah um, I, I think in this generation because you've got so much access to social media just put yourself out there mm-hmm. um, you know put your hand up to say yeah I, I would like a, a spot here or does anybody know anybody who's looking mm-hmm. for a singer guitarist drummer whatever um, just yeah just keep
0: putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and see what comes back. That is so true. The other question I have for you is I feel like it's very common in with girls and music to see it as a competition and it's always competitive and it's always, oh, well, she's doing that, so I'm not going to do that. Uh So do you have any advice or do you have an experience that was along the lines of that?
1: Um, Not too much, to be completely honest, because I was often the only girl in a band. Right. Yeah. um Yeah.
0: Pros and cons. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Currently, you know, I'm not the only girl in the band. And I'm loving that too Mm -hmm. because this beautiful friendship's developed with that other person. But, um, uh, look, personally, I I, I can't speak to that just from personal Mm -hmm. experience. It hasn't happened to me. But I can understand that in an industry where there's so many comparisons going mm-hmm. on, um, particularly, you know, outside of the music, there's image as well, mm-hmm. um, that, that must be really tough. And I guess it all comes back to that... Um, um, being an original sound or an original sort of presence in, mm-hmm. in that space. I, yeah, I, I would just say dare to be yourself and dare to be as different as possible. Can I flip those questions back to you? Sure, go on. Because that would be interesting, you know, being, you know, from a different generation how mm-hmm. and watching you, you know, do so well and as we were just talking oh. about doing so well on the Triple Z charts. Yeah, thank and, you. And seeing you perform at open mic on camp and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I was so proud of you when you got up and played Your song and piano at our um, awards night or graduation night. Um, Yeah, because I mean, that's not easy singing and playing piano at the same time. How have you found it? Have you found it really challenging trying to sort of like find your space or Mm -hmm. place?
0: Yeah, I definitely came into the music industry thinking I was going to be like indie, like all acoustic instruments, and then I'm just doing the complete opposite. (laughs) So I think. Yeah, coming in with that mindset of being this is exactly what I'm gonna be kind of slowed down the progress because I wasn't as open to experimenting and just trying new things um, because I had such a set mindset of who I was gonna be and what I was everything was gonna look like. I think it was good for um, discovering myself as a person um, and then as an artist and not trying to mesh the two. Yeah, saying I am who I am. I'm not my music. Yeah, but. It is still me, yeah. <laughs> if that well, makes sense,
1: yeah. And it sounds like you are open to change or mm-hmm. development or growth, yeah. And to and you'd adapt. Like Sahara Beck is a classic example yes. of this as well, because when she was here at MIC, she was very much Sahara and an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and then since then we've seen her go off in all sorts of genres and directions. And now, like she's been out of our school eight years, now she finally feels like she's got her sound. Yeah, so crazy. To, yeah, to be open. You know and willing to you know have a go at different sounds and adventures I think is mm-hmm. key yeah, yeah for sure I guess for me um there was a moment where um friends of mine needed someone to play bass mm-hmm. and I went okay I'll have a go at that yeah. and I can't I've never been taught bass but right I just sort of found root notes mm-hmm. and just, and and it's interesting because of that it changed the way I played guitar when I went right. back to guitar yes so I think yeah yeah big just have that open mind, mm-hmm. you know, and just see where it goes. Yes, for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think a really important uh, flip in my career was when I actually looked at a set list and I was like, I'm excited to perform this. Like, I didn't look at it and go, oh, I'm so nervous for this gig or hope everyone likes it. Like, yeah. I couldn't care less because I'm having a fun time yeah like I played a gig um a couple of weeks ago and it was disgustingly hot and so just looking out and seeing all those dead faces because it was so hot but like I understand because I'm in the weather too like I understand it's hot yeah but not looking at that and getting discouraged yeah like looking at that and going okay it's hot but I'm still having fun yeah I may be sweating but I'm having a good time and I don't care what any of those faces out in the crowd think about it that was yeah a huge moment for a me. A big turning point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There's something's out of your control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we played
1: our album launch the other night um, and it just happened to be in that two weeks where restrictions came back in. Yes. And so sadly everybody had to be seated and a lot of people chose to wear masks mm-hmm. and we thought, oh, wow, we've waited so long for this yeah. moment. But, you know, what can we do about it? But people still had a really good time. You yeah. Know? And
0: everyone just sort of makes the most of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as you've got to. Yeah. I feel like the audience can tell when you're like, picking picking apart what they look like and how they're reacting and not just having a good time. Like, I think they can tell... And then they don't have a good time, so then you have less of a good time because you're thinking about them not having a good time and it just is a big circle. It is. <laughs> you can get caught in that loop. Yes. And,
1: and when that loop is a nice conversation that's going backwards and forwards, mm-hmm. like you're picking up off each other's happy vibes and, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I, I always enjoy that. And, and everything over the course of the set seems mm-hmm. to just lift. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for your time, K-pop. It has been an honour to have you on our podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about Kristen's work, tune in to 4ZZZ on Saturday at 6pm and follow The Double Happiness on social media for more information about her inspiring work. Where can they find you? On Instagram, what's your username?
1: Um, on Instagram, I think it's just the Double Happiness. Mm-hmm. So it could be the Double Happiness Band. I'll have to check that one. Um, <laughs> but on Facebook, yeah, the Double Happiness Band. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you, Georgia. It's been thank lovely you. to see you. It's Always lovely honour. to see you. I'll stop it. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, thank you for inviting me along. I thank feel, you for being on the podcast. Yeah, that's my pleasure. I feel very honoured. Um, and it's just so lovely to, you know, talk about you know women and girls
0: finding their voice yes absolutely uh that's all for this week's episode we look forward to seeing you in a fortnight for another insightful and inspiring conversation bye